What's up, good people? Thank you for clicking play on another episode of Big Man, Tiny Kingdom. If you've been following what I do, you heard me talk a lot about camping. Mostly, I spend my time camping out of a tent. I don't like laying on the ground, so I got myself a truck bed tent where I could put a mattress in the back of the truck and sleep more comfortably on that. Works well for me. I'll be sharing details about my setup in a future episode because I've changed some things recently, so I look forward to talking about that. I camp year-round, even during the super hot Arizona summer. I just go to the northern part of the state where the temperatures aren't as high. As much as I love tent camping, I also like trying other things. I like staying in cabins, which I don't know if you true outdoors people call that camping, but I'm going to count it because the cabin is still out in nature. That's close enough to camping for me. What I'm most interested in is RV camping. I am fascinated big time with RVs. Those that talk to me on a regular basis can testify that I mentioned something about an RV at least once in every casual conversation I have with them. I feel like if you talk about it, you'll be about it. And all I talk about is RVs, my Chevy truck, going hiking, riding my bicycle, taking road trips. Anything that has to do with me getting outdoors, that's what I'm running my mouth about. I'll be honest, at first I had some fears about driving a bigger vehicle on the road. Wondered if I'd be able to easily control a big rig. I've seen some videos of the rare occasion that RVs will terribly sway. Seen some videos where they've tipped over. That made me do my research even more so. And what I've come to learn is that when I'm going to proper speeds and hauling a safe amount of weight, I reduce my chances of that ever happening. Doesn't mean that accidents won't show their ugly face, even in perfect conditions. But as long as I stay alert, drive safely, make sure I'm towing within my limits, make sure everything is hooked up correctly, then I can breathe easy. To be sure I could handle it, and also to know if I really wanted to own one, I decided to get myself some practice by renting an RV. I've rented from Cruise America and from RVShare.com. For my first Arizona RV trip, I drove from Mesa, where I live, a couple hours south down to Tucson for a weekend getaway at Voyager RV Resort and Hotel, which I found out once I checked in that the property is an Encore Thousand Trails Resort location. That company has properties all over the U.S., and all of the locations that I've been to have always been top-notch. Voyager is no exception to that. It's a great resort. My time there was absolutely splendid. And another thing I found out about Voyager is that it's a 55 and older RV resort, which I'm years from being blessed to kick it with the OGs. But uh, they do allow short stay visits to the resort for all ages. I was the only youngster there that I saw. The full timers made me feel right at home, though. I had some great conversations with a variety of people, which no knock on the elders, but they love to talk. They're long winded. Uh, they're retired, though, and they've earned the right to do nothing but sit back and smell the roses. I sure can't wait until my day comes for that. However, I did have to endure some very interesting, but also very lengthy stories. We talked about pretty much everything, what they did for work before retirement, their travel adventures, their families, where they lived throughout the years. I met folks from all over the country and even some foreigners that come to Arizona for a season or that have relocated here permanently after retirement. The one type of people that I did not encounter while at Voyager was anyone that was actually an Arizona native. Everyone seemed to migrate here from some other place. And I had a good time kicking it with them, even though I wasn't in their ideal age range. They treated me like I was. 
I got invited to several of the activities that take place at the resort. So let me get into highlighting the amenities and activities I found out while I was there. There was so much the resort offered that it really is a treasure island if you live there for an extended period. And seriously, an island because there really was everything I wanted and needed already there at the resort. I didn't have to leave the property for any reason other than me being there in Tucson as a tourist. So there were times when I left to explore the area. I went hiking, checked out the Pima Air and Space Museum, an absolutely fabulous place to visit. If I was an everyday resident to the area, a lot of what you need to get by on a regular basis at the resort was already there. It had a convenience store that had reasonably priced products. Not a full-on grocery store, but for those quick store items, it was cool. They had a bar and grill with a variety of food and drink options. Mail room. There was even a small bank right there on the site. Plenty of ways to stay active. Indoor and outdoor pools and saunas. Tennis, pickleball, volleyball, bocce ball, and shuttleboard courts. Fitness center. Variety of arts and crafts. Board games room. Billards. Library. Internet lounge. Movie theater room. There were all of these additional small rooms where people could get together for whatever activity they wanted to start up. Sewing machine room, one for woodwork and another for a stained glass shop. There was also a medical clinic and a massage therapy center, a pet grooming place. And I was told one of the most popular hangouts was the ballroom where they would go there to get their party on. I'm not 100% sure on remembering, but there was either a golf course on site or it was really close and connected to the resort and was easy to get to. They really had it going on at Voyager RV Resort and Hotel. Now, I didn't stay in the hotel part, but I did ask to check one out so I can see the quality. And from what I could tell, looked good as well. Nice size, very clean looking. Seemed like the hotels were a great lodging option as well. But I was there for the RV resort. I was in a 26-foot Class C, and the driveway was probably 50 feet or more. Plenty of space for a Big Daddy Class A. And then a car, too, from what it looked like to me. 20, 30, 50 amp power, water hookup, picnic table at the site, but no canopies at all. No trees or anything else to get you some shade. I was not prepared for that being I was in a rental. But something to note for those of you who may visit Voyager, if your RV doesn't have an awning on it and you plan on not staying inside the whole time you are there, make sure to bring you some type of canopy. I like being outside. Really, the only time I was inside the RV was to sleep. It wasn't the summer, but it was still hot enough, and I was wishing I had more shade because the sun was beating down on me. Lucky for me, I was real close walking distance to the pool area, so that's where I spent a considerable amount of time while I was there, daytime and nighttime, and really just to hang out at the covered ramadas, not necessarily to get in the pool. The staff were friendly, welcoming, and very attentive. Maintenance crew did a fantastic job keeping the entire resort super clean. And like I mentioned before, the full-time residents were just a great community of people to hang out with. And it really was a pleasure spending time in their neighborhood. I highly recommend Voyager RV Resort and Hotel. Voyager actually is a place that got me fond of park model homes. A couple of residents were nice enough to let me get a tour of their units which was the first time that I've been physically inside of a park model. 
Before that, I just researched them and saw pictures online. And I remember after that trip is when I started to seriously consider that size house as a possibility for my future home purchase. So it was because of the fine folks at Voyager that solidify the tiny kingdom part of my name. Before that, I wasn't 100% sure that a park model tiny home would be an option. And if I do end up purchasing a park model, Voyager has made my list of the places that I would ultimately choose to live. One of the coolest activities I did while in Tucson that wasn't at the resort was that I went downtown and online you can print out their scavenger hunt. And if I recall correctly, I want to say that's the city's website that you can get that from. Cool way to learn about Tucson's history. This wasn't my first time visiting, but it was my first time actually being on vacation and being there as a tourist. So doing the scavenger hunt allowed me to walk around the area to check out the local businesses that have been a long, large part of the city's culture. There are several museums, which I love visiting museums and learning new things. The downtown area has some historical landmarks that date back to the 1600s, 1700s. Some really cool rest stops along the way that were displaying the creative designs of the local artists. Got to check out a little bit of the University of Arizona. I was told to stop at Reed Park and check out the zoo, which I've heard more than once is definitely a place you'll want to visit while in the area. I did not get a chance to do that, but we'll be sure to on a future visit. And I definitely do plan to go back to Tucson and be a tourist again. There's so much there that I got to see, but there's also so much more that I didn't. So I'll be back. And who knows, if I don't decide to tent camp at a state park in the area, I may just book another stay at Voyager RV Resort. Maybe by then I won't have to rent from Cruise America. Could work out that by then, I'll have my own RV. Hey, good people. Whatever you're doing with your life, make sure that you're doing it real big. This is Big Man, Tiny Kingdom.